Hi, my name is Amy Magstat, and this podcast is all about my journey with endometriosis. I hope in sharing my story, it may help others who may be suffering and to know you are not alone. Welcome to It's All in My Head. All right, welcome to episode three. This is all about endo. In this episode, I want to share with you information about endometriosis, what it is, what are symptoms, what are ways it's treated, what are resources you can use in your research, and what to do if you think you might have endo. This is a lot. It's a lot of information. It can be very overwhelming. So take a deep breath, listen, replay if you need to, and start your research. And I want to make a disclaimer. I am not an expert. I researched as much as I could to learn about what I was fighting and how I could fight, and I am still learning. So let's start at the beginning. What is endometriosis? It's a chronic estrogen-dependent condition that develops when endometrial-like cells or tissues, similar to the lining inside the uterus, grow in other areas or on organs of the body. It's found most commonly in your pelvic region. Or your lower abdomen. This includes your ovaries, your fallopian tubes, peritoneum, uterine sacral ligaments, a cul-de-sac, outside of the uterus, appendix, bowel, bladder, and rectum. Less common, but it also can be found on the cervix, the diaphragm, the lungs, the nerves, ure- ureters, vagina, and blood vessels. And in rare cases, it can invade organs, such as the kidneys, the eyes, the liver, the pancreas, the brain, bone, heart, and skin. It's super scary. It's crazy that something seen as a period disease can affect the entire body. Endometriosis affects 1 in 10 women, and you have an increased risk up to 7 times higher if your grandmother, mother, sister, or aunt have endo. So what are the symptoms? Before I list them all out, I just want you to know you don't have to have all the symptoms um, to have endometriosis. You can have one symptom. So as you listen, just keep track of the symptoms you do have, and those will be the ones that you talk um, with your doctor about. I'm going to start with period symptoms. There's pain before, during, and after your period, and it can progress so that you're in pain all month long. Having a heavy flow and or passing clots and having prolonged periods. Another symptom I had that I had no idea was related is dark or old blood before my period started. I thought this was just a warning sign that my period was coming. Pain with ovulation is another symptom. I had this way worse than my period pain. It felt like contractions. I want to clarify that pain is different for everyone. It's hard to say what is normal, but if your pain interferes with your daily life, you need to talk with your doctor. Another symptom is painful sex. This can be during sex. It may be more painful with certain positions or deep penetration, but it also can last up to days after. This is not normal. Another symptom is spotting after sex. 
GI and bladder symptoms are so common for patients with endometriosis, and that's why so many are diagnosed with IBS. I'm going to start with the GI symptoms. There's constipation, which you all know I didn't have, diarrhea, pain when having a bowel movement, bloating, acid reflux, bleeding with bowel movements, especially around your period, abdominal pain, cramping, nausea, vomiting. It's a whole lot of fun. I'm just kidding. And then there's urinary symptoms, painful urination, and pain after you go to the bathroom. I would cramp every single time I peed. There's urinary frequency, urgency, and blood in your urine. There are other areas that have pain, low back pain, leg pain, and nerve pain. I've heard of some patients not being able to walk because of the pain and the damage endo was causing. Another symptom is fatigue and head fog. Most of us just write this off as we're tired, but it also can be a symptom of endometriosis. And lastly, I want to bring up a very hard topic, but a symptom, and that's infertility. Something I can't speak of personally, but I know it affects so many. It's estimated that 34 to 40% of endometriosis sufferers have infertility. And as many as 25 to 50% of patients with infertility actually have endometriosis. Many of them don't even know it might be endo because they have no other symptoms. And that's why it's so important to talk to your doctor. On average, it takes six to 10 years from onset of symptoms to getting diagnosed. You see many, many different doctors. You have many different tests. You have many different procedures or surgeries all before coming to the diagnosis. And I want that to change. Let's talk about treatments. In my research, I found that surgery, specifically excision excision surgery, is the most effective treatment. It needs to be done by a trained specialist in endometriosis. Some doctors will say they will do ablation surgery, where they burn off the endo. But in my research, I found that this only burns off the top. It does not remove the endometriosis, and it allows it to grow back, and usually it grows back much faster. Another treatment that's less effective than surgery, but is also helpful with symptom relief, is hormonal treatment, such as birth control or IUD. As you know, I'm on birth control. I do think it helps relieve some of my symptoms, but I don't think it makes a huge difference I think there's many other factors that make me feel much better. I want to talk about something a little controversial, and that's Lupron and a new pill called Orlissa. These are medications, hormonal medications, that put you in a fake menopause, and they're used for symptom relief, or um, some will even say reversal of endometriosis, which I do not believe. I know many doctors recommend them, and I just ask that when you are offered these to do your research. Really look into the side effects. Um, if it's worth the risk, some of those side effects are not reversible. Um, and so I just really, that's why I think research is so important. I don't think you should just take what the doctor offers you as the gold standard. I think that you need to do research and know what you're putting in your body and the risk that you're taking. Other treatments that 
are recommended that I think are even more important than hormonal treatments, and that is lifestyle changes. Things like exercise, um, things like yoga, stress reduction, meditation, therapy, acupuncture, diet changes, especially cutting out inflammatory foods. And lastly, some will say pain control is a treatment for endometriosis. I don't see it's a treatment as it's a way to survive your symptoms. And that includes pain medications, including narcotics, anti-inflammatories, CBD, and heat. Okay, so now that I've talked to you guys about what endometriosis is, what are some of the symptoms, um, what are ways it's treated, I want to talk to you about what I think is most important, and that's how to research and how to learn. I truly believe that your knowledge is your power. And you need all this information so that when you go to your doctor, you are prepared. You've, you know, done a diary of all your symptoms. You've looked up um, what endometriosis is, um, kind of what you think you want to do as far as treatments. I think that's so important to um, be able to talk to your doctor, but but actually know the questions to ask. Especially because I feel like most patients know way more than their doctor does about endometriosis. And I'm going to list um, a few resources that really helped me, Um, not necessarily in a specific order, but I am going to start with the one that I think I learned the most from, and that is called Nancy's Nook. This is a Facebook group. It is not a support group. It is a learning informational group. It's amazing. You do need to get approved to join this group, and you do have to fill out a um, questionnaire regarding it, and it's definitely worth it. Um, I think there's many other outlets to have support and reach out. This is specifically to learn, and it covers a wide variety of information about endometriosis and also some of the subcategories or symptoms that um, come up with it. It talks about doctors that are recommended. Um, It talks about how to fight your insurance if you're um, having trouble getting surgery paid for or approved. Um, I just think it's such such a great resource. Um, One of my first books on endometriosis that made me realize that my symptoms were probably related to endometriosis, and that was by Dr. Andrew Cook. Um, The first book I read was called The Endo Survival Guide. And it was so simple, easy to read, and it was eye-opening. It, it totally made me go, oh my God, this is what I have. He also has a book that's very helpful called The Endometriosis Health and Diet Program, um, Get Your Life Back. Um, the Doctor Will See You Now is a book I just read, and it is amazing and um, talks a lot about endometriosis and how it's treated and just a lot of stories about patients. It makes you feel definitely not alone um, and that a lot of other people um, go through this. He also founded the Endometriosis Foundation of America, endofound.org, that has a lot of great resources. Another great book is called Beating Endo. It came out this year by Dr. Iris Orbach and Amy Stein. She's a doctor of physical therapy. This was an amazing read. It has got so much information. Um, It was just such a great resource, like I said. Um, I recommend it highly. If you're not into reading, which unfortunately doing all this research, you're going to have to learn to like, um, there is a movie you can watch, and that's called Endo What?, 
Um, it has a lot of great information. It's um, not very long, but it's um, great to watch. I watched it with my husband just to learn more about it and then help share this information with others. One of my favorite things to listen to um, is called One Part Podcast by Jessica Mernan. She's also the founder of Know Your Endo, another great resource, which I took her um, Know Your Endo course, which was amazing. And then she's also the author of One Part Plant, which is an amazing cookbook, which I'm obsessed with right now as I've um, journeyed more into a plant-based diet. I want to mention AmericanEndOfEndoProject.org. It's founded by an amazing woman, an endo warrior, who helped me in my journey. Thank you, Holly. Holly reached out to me before I had surgery, answered so many questions that I had, and I just can't appreciate her more. She does so much for our endometriosis community and awareness. Excuse me. (laughs) Another resource is endopedia.info. I wanted to mention a couple people that I follow on Instagram that um, really have inspired me. Um, One is Life Above Endo and Salty Sweet Seasons. Um, I'm going to list all this stuff in the show notes, but they're just great and encouraging and they're just real and they are such great advocates for endometriosis. And lastly, I want to mention the Worldwide Endo March. Not only is it a great resource, but it's an awesome way to connect with others who have endometriosis as well. So now what? What is your next step after listening to all of this? First thing I think is take a deep breath. It is a lot of information, and I understand that. It's taken me years to learn all this stuff. Take some time to write out your symptoms. Track. When is it happening? Keep a log so you can refer back to it. Do research and a lot of it. Try to understand what you can and reach out if you need help. Like I said, I'm going to list um, all of these resources out on the show notes, and I am going to put my email address here. It's all in my head at yahoo.com. And I, I encourage you to reach out to me if you have questions, if you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, I want to support you guys. And then I really recommend after you do this research, take this time to kind of write down your symptoms, track when they're happening. Um, to write out all your questions you have and make an appointment with your doctor. Usually that's your GYN. That's the first stop. I recommend taking a support person with you. I thought I had to tough it out by myself, and I realized it would be definitely better if I had taken a support person with me so they could hear what I was hearing, especially when you're nervous and overwhelmed. And here's where the hard part really is, where you have to fight the most. Do not stop until you find a doctor who will listen to you. 
And I mean, that may be multiple doctors. I truly know how frustrating it is. If at all possible, see an endometriosis specialist. And I know that many may seem impossible, but you can use the resources to help you. And remember the question I was asked. The question I ask you is the question you need to ask your doctor. Do you think I could have endometriosis? Give them a list of all your symptoms. Be as open and honest as you can. Do not let them poo-poo you. You are not crazy. It is not in your head. And remember that. If those things are said, that you're stressed, it's in your head, move on. There are doctors out there who will truly care and they want to help. Please share with others who may benefit from hearing this. It's so important to um, spread the information and educate. And I really do appreciate you for listening to It's All in My Head. And here's where the hard part really is, where you have to fight the most. Do not stop until you find a doctor who will listen to you. And I mean, that may be multiple doctors. I truly know how frustrating it is. If at all possible, see an endometriosis specialist. And I know that may seem impossible, but use the resources that I've listed to help you. And remember the question I was asked. The question I asked you. That's the question you need to ask your doctor. Do you think I could have endometriosis? Give them a list of all your symptoms. Be as open and honest as you can. Do not let them poo-poo you. You are not crazy. It is not in your head, and you need to remember that. If these things are said, move on. There are doctors out there who truly care and want to help. Please share this with others who may benefit from hearing this. It's so important to educate and spread this information. I want to thank you so much for listening to It's All in My Head.